Hey friends and foes, welcome to Brushwork Podcast. My name is Stephanie Scott and today I'm talking about setting expectations when going to an art residency with the help of all of my cohort members from when I went to the Chateau de Orcavaux art residency in France back in November. I interviewed all 21 art artists who were at the residency, including myself, and asked some questions about expectations when coming to a residency such as this. The residency we all went to was a month long. It was for many different disciplines of art. Some were writers, some were painters, some were sculptors. There was a wide variety here. But most importantly, I wanted to know, did going to the art residency meet their expectations? What would they advise other people wanting to go to this one specifically at the Chateau? And did they accomplish what they set out to do when they applied to come to the residency? I asked all of the artists the same four questions. What did they expect to accomplish at the residency versus what did they actually end up making? What is something that they brought with them or wish they had brought with them to make their experience better? What are they going to change in their life after having attended the art residency? And what is some advice that they would have for someone planning to go to the Chateau d'Orcavaux? I loved interviewing all of my cohort members. This podcast is part yearbook. <laughs> so to speak, an audio yearbook for our experience here, and partially a resource for anyone wanting to go to the Chateau d'Orcavaux. I hope you find it useful. This is a long episode. Each interview is about five minutes long. What I found most fascinating about this episode is that everyone's answers were completely different. Very, very different. There were some similarities about like what to bring and things like that, but overall, everyone's experience was totally different and individual because of course it was. We all are making different kinds of art. We are all coming from different backgrounds, from different places. And it's kind of beautiful to see the differences. I hope you like it. Without further ado, here's the episode. Hi, I'm Kate McLean. I'm a painter based in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. I mostly work with uh, old masters paintings and really trying to combine the old with the new, the modern with the classic. Um, lately, actually, just at this residency, I've been working on kind of tying in themes of wear and destruction and how that relates to living with chronic illness into my work. Coming here, I brought myself a lot of different projects to work on so that I would never feel like I had to be doing one thing or you know, if I got stuck on something, it wasn't a big deal. One of the big things that I wanted to work on was revamping my artist statement. And I thought this would be the perfect place to do it. Just, you know, a little bit apart from my everyday life where I can reflect a little bit more on my work. Um, I also brought like 30 paintings to start to work on. And <laughs> I, I did a lot of those 30 paintings while I was here. I think the final tally is going to look a lot like 28 paintings, and I'm pretty happy with that. Um, I also really wanted to just meet people while I was coming here, and that was that's going to be a big thing that I'm taking away with me is all of the friendships that I made while I'm here and all of these like <laughs> wonderful new people that I have to bounce ideas off of who are very much different from me, but also in very similar places, weirdly. One thing that I wish that I brought to the residency is a flashlight <laughs> because I've been um, working in the stables, which are 
down the hill from the, the chateau itself and staying in the village. So I'm doing a lot of walking back and forth. It's November and it gets dark quite early. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the chateau, the residency is talking about putting in lights up the laneway, but as of right now, it's quite dark at night. So really wish I had brought that that flashlight. I am really glad that I brought my art supplies with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I use a brand of paint that I really like. Um, and I, I told myself, ah, I'd probably be fine buying paint over here, but because I am a little bit more picky about my paint, I'm glad I didn't leave it up to chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were a couple colors that I didn't bring that I, I went scrounging around in the art supply closet here, of which there is a large art supply closet of left behind art supplies, but I couldn't find a brand that I liked. Mm-hmm. So I ended up going out halfway through and buying a tube of paint of another brand that I didn't really care for but was better than what I had access to Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it it, you can order things to the residency if you're worried about luggage space it's really easy to order things online and have them delivered here but I'm glad that I just packed it all it made everything a lot easier honestly a big thing coming away from this residency was how much easier it is to create when you have no real life responsibilities. Oh my God. <laughs> and I, I really just wish that I could take home the whole staff from this residency and have them come and make me food every day because that has been such a big part of like my huge creative push at this residency has just been not waking up in the morning and having to think about what I'm making for dinner. That has been huge. But also just all of the great people that I've met here have like given me so many insights into not just my work, but like myself and how that affects my work. And I really look forward to continuing those relationships away from here. Hi, I'm Lauren McCallu, and I am a painter at the uh, artist residency at Chateau Orcuvo. I had applied to the residency very long ago and forgot about the residency acceptance and application. So I walked in this year without a plan and uh, said, oh, well, I've been so busy and doing other things in life. I might as well just see what I can do because I haven't done any any kind of creativity in painting in like six months. So I what I did accomplish was painting and creativity. So the goals were met. They were very, very, very small. But you know what? We love a small goal that can be accomplished sometimes. And that's all that I needed. <laughs> so I'm very, uh, very grateful for that. Oh, okay. So I didn't bring any of my oil paints. I'm an oil painter. Didn't bring anything. Only brought my brushes. Actually, really glad that I brought my brushes, thank goodness, because that would have been stupid if I hadn't. But I walked in here with a different palette of paint colors, and I had to make a paint test before I actually began anything. And as as you saw in my painting, I struggled with the colors because they were not the colors that I typically use. So I wish that I had organized my colors a bit more efficiently. They would have gone on faster, they would have come together quicker, and it would have been all around an easier process on my mind. But that's okay. I like, you know, you make do with what you have. I took what the Chateau gave me. The Chateau said, here's some oil paints. Um, Try not to get them on your hands. And I brought wet wipes and brushes. That's all I that's that's all I showed up to. Ooh, um so in my life, what I'd like to change after this residency 
So I would like to actually dedicate time toward creating artwork because why I was lost in a rut for the last, not a year, but almost a year, was because I let um, work and education and another work related thing all get in the way and so I just said well I can't manage this and my social life so I have to drop art for a little bit of time it's rough yeah it's tough to try and manage everything so now things are you know leaner I don't have education to manage right now thank goodness and the job is lean right now so that's nice I mean the paycheck's not but you know whatever so I can focus more on art and still have a very good social life which is necessary. I love people. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to organize my uh, studio when I get back. That's the first thing. Same. Yep, organize that studio, throw stuff out. The advice that I would give to anybody planning on being a art, art resident or attempting any applicant is come into the space at Chateau um, Orcavo with an open mind, but also an open heart to spend time with people. You are constantly around people. I'm lucky to be a little bit of a, more of an extrovert than an introvert, ambivert, but at the same time, like, you have to remember every meal you're with people. Every day you walk up and down the stairs, you're passing one to two to three to four people, and you just have to learn to love that time because... Sometimes you go home and you don't have those people, and it is a very treasured space to, to be with everyone. wish I could give you art advice. wish I could give you any kind of advice towards creativity, but I think the biggest part that you have to remember in an artist residency, specifically for the Chateau Archivo, is the people are important. Okay, yeah. So, hi, my name is Claudio Kitrabali. I'm a writer here at the Chateau. Uh, and I like writing short stories, and I've been working on a novel, and I've also been recording these little mini video essay poetry short story kind of mishmash things. I expected to just work on my novel coming here. I didn't really expect to do like sort of multimedia stuff like I ended up doing with my video, and I actually really enjoyed it. I really, really liked the whole process of splicing together the editing and it was a little bit of a headache, but it made the finished product so much more tangible. And that kind of ties into my next answer because I wish I had brought a microphone to the, <laughs> to the residency. Susie Q very generously let me borrow hers. And just hearing it and seeing what I could do with it definitely opened my eyes up to the things that a microphone could do and how pretty essential it is if you're going to do anything spoken word or even narrated, which is sounds kind of obvious, but it wasn't something I didn't expect coming in. Before I came here, I was, I felt very stuck, very stagnated. I didn't really have a very productive schedule to my day. I think partly because I didn't really believe in myself enough to think that I could make it work if I took the leap, but coming here and seeing everybody be so talented and amazing kind of makes you change that mindset and realize that art it's difficult, but art is possible. And if you truly take the time to believe in yourself and decompress and unpack whatever it is that's keeping you chained to that place of, I can't do this, then it kind of really changes how you view your workload, how you view your workflow, 
and recontextualizes the things you know that you can achieve. So on that vein, my advice to anybody coming here would be really allow yourself to experience being here because there's a difference between being, you know, physically here and being actually present. And I think the difference comes with not only being open to others and their art, but open to yourself and fully immersing yourself in the kind of community aspect that it brings. Because that was for me what really changed my viewpoint on art and creating art was having that wonderful community around me that inspired me and uplifted me and kind of gave me a floor and a sounding board to bounce my ideas off of and feel not only validated, but reassured and actually happy in my writing. It's been an amazing experience. And I cannot ever imagine not having come here. Okay, this is Josh Adam. And full disclosure, my wife and I were here four years ago. So my answers are going to come from a slightly different place than the other people. So I kind of knew what to expect in that I'd been there before. And what I wanted to accomplish was just to immerse myself in the landscape of Orkavo. Um, the way I think of it, for me, and I know it's different for a lot of people, I wanted it to be reflect that my studio was actually in France, right? And so it would be something I wouldn't be doing if, if I had a month residency in Omaha. That would be a different thing. But I want where the studio is to reflect in the art. And so that's fairly easy when you're a landscape painter because you just paint the landscape, <laughs> which is what I was... I, set out to do and what I think I accomplished a great extent the weather um, did not cooperate for plein air painting often so I had to pivot and do some still lifes and get rained on or work quickly what do I wish I had brought with me to make my time at the residency better gosh I, I maybe lower expectations about the weather oh that's good it <laughs> um, rained every day <laughs> it rained every day except for one and right now it's sleeting outside, so it's gone from bad to worse. Something that would have made my time at Resonance better would be less construction. Mm. There was quite a lot of construction, and I think people have a vision of being in a small town in France, in a chateau, that it's going to be very peaceful and quiet. And for various reasons, one of them is there's an Air Force base somewhere fairly nearby, mm -hmm. but they make themselves quite known quite often. Uh, hunters, they, you know, that wasn't a really a big deal. But there, there was road construction, there was construction above the stables, and that could have been better. I think I'm going to be even more driven to live in France at some point. Yeah. Um, I really like it here. Um, the United States is becoming more and more frightening to me in many ways, so... The idea of living at least part of the time in a foreign country, preferably this country, is something that I feel more strongly about than before I came here, and I felt fairly strongly about it before. Advice I would have for someone planning on coming to the Chateau. Make sure you have all your art supplies that you possibly can. Don't count on being able to get anything odd or strange in the humble town of Chamon. Mm -hmm. So make sure you've got that all sussed out. Make sure you have sensible clothes. And uh, just be prepared to be in a wonderful environment with other really wonderful, caring people. And it's something you'll remember forever. I'm Susan Parrish-Adam. 
from Maine. I make oil paintings. First I do, uh, I do digital sketches on Procreate and then I paint from that. I take photos, then I do digital sketches, and then I paint from that. Since I've been here before, my expectations were pretty realistic about what I wanted to accomplish. I guess I thought I'd accomplish more, maybe do some smaller paintings, but kind of went with what I was feeling like doing, so that's all good. I just, the only thing I wish I'd brought was a warmer coat. Mm-hmm. It was cold. It's been really cold. Um, other than that, because I'd been here before, I kind of work, travel light and knew exactly what I wanted. What am I going to change in my life? Well, having a I have to say, having a studio next to Jen, mm-hmm. she, as the most positive person I've ever met, <laughs> I'd like to bring home some of her positivity. I'd like to be easier on myself, yeah. not take myself so seriously or work so hard. I really expected to go on more walks. I mean, the rain didn't help, but I didn't do that, which I thought I would do, sort of relax more. Mm-hmm. And I would... The advice I would give someone coming here is come with a really open mind. Don't come too hard with a plan. Just be open to all the people and what inspires you. And have a great time. Mm-hmm. So you're going to make me sound amazingly insightful. You're going to be so incredible. <laughs> you're going to be like, whoa, who is this? <laughs> uh, hello. I'm Imogen Brewer. Mm-hmm. I am from Melbourne in Australia and I don't have anything in particular that I make. I've just recently graduated from art school and so I'm still figuring out my practice and what I like to do. I do tend to um, focus on the human figure mm-hmm. and particularly exploring with charcoal. When I came to the res- residency, I had a very different goal in mind to when I applied. A lot had happened and I was very much out of my art practice and just wanted to reconnect with that part of myself and rediscover myself as an artist, really. It was kind of hard for me to even believe that that was something that I was. Did you end up accomplishing that? Yeah, I feel like that's very much something that... The people here allowed me to rediscover and just very much supported. There was, there's just so much love and um, generosity um, from everyone. And I think the biggest thing that helped with that was just bringing an open mind, allowing anything to happen, like come with some goals um, that you want to achieve, but let the people around you inspire you and shape how you're creating and what you're making. Um, And I think that's the biggest thing that helps to make the most out of something like this and being around so many artists. As for tangible things to bring, I brought a variety of mediums. Mm -hmm. So I brought my charcoal and I bought paints and I bought watercolours and I bought oil pastels and just anything that would allow me to follow whatever track of inspiration that came up Um, and I think that helped with playfulness and just being open to whatever came um, and really helped embrace the experience and interact with the artists around me as well. What is something you're going to change in your life after this? Um, I think the biggest change comes from some of the advice that I've been getting. Every conversation a lot of artists 
talk about consistency and making sure that you make time to be in your studio no matter how you feel. Um, One of the artists said that her expectation when she walks into her studio is to have her bum in the chair. (laughs) And that's all that's expected of herself. And eventually when you sit there for long enough, you're going to do something. And maybe it's not great that day. Maybe it's not what you expected, but it's, you know, it's creating. And that's, that's what we do. The more you create, the more you can create and the more comfortable you feel in who you are as an artist and what brings you joy. Anything you would advise to someone who is in a similar position as you were, where you're like a long creative hiatus? Just do it. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I, I think I sat there for quite a while going, no, I'm not ready. No, I don't belong there. No. If it's something you want to do, mm-hmm. just do it. Don't overthink it. Don't let fear hold you back from that because, I mean, it doesn't matter where you are in your practice. If you want to be an artist, you are an artist. Mm -hmm. Um, If you make, then you're an artist. Mm -hmm. Letting that fear kind of guide you is just going to hold you back and stop you from finding that. I'm David Dell. I am semi-retired as a business advisor and I'm aspiring to write down some of the things that have occurred to me in recent years and perhaps also write a little uh, poetry and fiction that I used to do in the past. What is something you expected to accomplish here at the residency versus what actually happened? Um, Well, I expected to have time to figure out what I wanted to do, Mm -hmm. and I did. What I didn't expect was uh, a lot of people who would be open to me and um, just the friendliness and warmth of the place was very different. I hadn't been on a workshop or a retreat before like Mm -hmm. this, and so I wasn't really coming with a lot of expectations. So uh, to me it was a matter of carving out time and place for myself to discover which way I was going to go with my creative future. Nice. What's something that you did bring or you wished you would have brought that would have made your time here at the residency better? Gloves. Gloves. It was cold. (laughs) My hands get cold. Mm -hmm. That's about the only thing. What are you going to change in your life after having come here? Well, I'm going to get some of my work and stuff out. I definitely have already done a couple of changes, like jumping in the gold pond and getting a tattoo, which I never would have thought I would have done. (laughs) Um, And uh, those are symbolic to me of changes in um, who I'm going to be. I I love that you cold plunged and (laughs) you got a tattoo, and that's very fun. What is some advice you would give to someone who wanted to come here as a writer? Relax and be ready to trust others will understand what you're trying to do. Mm. Did you have trouble trusting others at the beginning? Well, you come in a little bit feeling like you're judgmental and other people will be too. Mm-hmm. And uh, it took a little bit to realize that 
it was much easier just to be easy with each other. And, uh, and I think everybody picked, picked that after a very short interval. I think people come a little tense about showing who they are and, and what they're doing and would rather just say, I've got this time and I'm going to put myself in the closet and write it. <laughs> but of course, you could put yourself in a closet anywhere. So here was a chance to, uh, to really get enriched by how other people think and their openness to you and then to understand what the voices of feedback, where they're coming from and, and how, they, um, how well equipped they are to see what you're doing. Hi, my name is Missy Burton, and I am an interdisciplinary artist um, with current focus on photography, uh, writing, and uh, music mm -hmm. to tell stories. Uh, stories is my jam. I came to this residency with the expectation that I was going to continue work that I started in a previous residency. Um, in the summer, which is love story, writing a love story about my grandparents, I'm taking my grandfather's photographs and writing either poetry or prose, either in his voice or her voice to highlight their love story. That was what I thought I was going to do. But when I got here, I could have not prepared myself for the abundance of inspiration that is in this magical place and as an interdisciplinary artist, which means that I, man I manifest my creativity in multiple different ways, all of my senses were tapped and I started doing a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. And that included essay writing, visiting some trigger moments that were brought on by um, incidents that happened at the residency that we all kind of kind of made it through. And then other scenarios would be meeting other artists. And after talking with each of you, I may have been inspired to do something different. So I ended up writing quite a bit of poetry, quite a bit of essays that I've started that will manifest into future you know, writing projects. I did work on the book, mm -hmm. My Grandparents' Love Story. And I also was reminded by one of the filmmakers here that I have a film um, in my back pocket that I didn't know about. So I will be getting some mentoring from filmmakers once I get back home and start working on the film as well. So a lot of things were inspired while I was here. Um, even though I thought I was coming to work on just one thing, it's been an amazing journey. I wish I had brought my large computer. <laughs> Your desktop? My <laughs> whole <big> desktop. <laughs> <laughs> because, <laughs> because I couldn't, I had no idea I was going to be creating so much content mm -hmm. and I only brought my writing laptop. And my writing laptop is a writing laptop. And I have really, really pushed it to the nth degree <laughs> in making it also be my photography post-production. Learn, so <laughs> Learn how to make a video. <laughs> so, 
So, you know, that's kind of like the blessing and the curse. We have to pack light because we're traveling so far away. And so you can't, so your studio essentially ends up being in your backpack. Mm -hmm. And so you have to be realistic about what you can take. But I am glad I'm a photographer and I did bring my camera. So I have so much photography and footage (laughs) that I can revisit once I get home. Mm -hmm. But, uh... I think other than that, I mean, if I could have brought some incense. Mm -hmm. They say no candles. But they won't let us have the (laughs) candles. I could have, if I could have had some incense, Uh that would have really, really been super helpful for me because I didn't realize how much I depend on it Mm -hmm. to transition me from one project to another. Yeah. But again, can't take it. So what I did do, I brought my essential oils with me. And so they've been super helpful because I brought... Cotton balls. I didn't know if it was going to work or not, but it really worked. I bought cotton balls. I put the essential oil, like I have, I have frankincense and I have lemongrass and lavender. So I'll put it on a cotton ball and then I'd stick it in the fan and turn the fan on and it would blow it into the... (laughs) Amazing. That's clever. (laughs) So I had a makeshift kind of thing. So I did get my smell senses you know because that's what I pretty much tap into you know what I'm getting ready to create so that's the one thing I wish I could have brought but it, I don't think I could have mm-hmm. anyway so I mean you can't you know it is what it is mm-hmm. what am I gonna change so much uh I was actually thinking about this a minute ago as I'm getting ready to write but what I've learned here is really like the reinforcement of not taking yourself so seriously and how important it is for us as artists to play. Mm-hmm. I've got a friendship bracelet on. I've got, what do you call those little things with the... Cootie catchers. Cootie catchers. Mm-hmm. I haven't visited things like that <laughs> since elementary school. Yeah. And so things like that, making friendship bracelets and, you know, talking, you know, endless moments of the day about nothing, you know, like we have our own Frasier show, like <laughs> going on at random times. Um, it's so important to the creative process. Naps, um, so important to the creative process, just really relaxing mm-hmm. and just letting your mind be free to create is probably the reason why I have so many things whirling around inside of me now as an artist and as a creative I'm just so grateful for this opportunity because I came here to do a thing, but what I ended up doing is so much more, which was learning how to take these magical things back home so that they can influence my work going forward. For any writers coming to the residency, I think it's super important for you to beware that if you are coming to work on a project, Mm -hmm. be mindful that you will also be inspired to do other projects. And so leave some room to receive those nuggets, if you will, even if you capture them in photography or if you make a little video and say, I'm going to visit that when I get back home so that you can focus on your project. Don't close yourself up in your studio all day long because you're going to miss so much Mm -hmm. Um, if you have to use a timer and say, okay, I'm going to write for an hour, then I'm going to take a break or whatever. 
take full advantage of the grandeur of this place because as a writer, there's so many things. The trees are so spiritual. There's so many secrets that you learn from taking walks um, from just the countryside. Mm -hmm. There's just so many secrets in nature that, 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 that inspire good writing. And so just don't come here and be so focused on that thing that you miss an opportunity mm-hmm. to take some stuff back home with you to work on other things. So just be open to the possibilities, I think I would say. Yeah. Come with your goals and everything set, but be open to the possibilities because there are many of them and you will not want to leave them behind. Hello, my name is Susie Q. Smith. And I'm a writer, poet, author, educator, organizer, etc. That's a few of my titles. I am here at Chateau Orquo, and I'm very, very excited about uh, being here at the end of the residency. Coming into the residency, my hope was to finish a memoir that I've been working on for about four years now, and I'm happy to report that I have done so. I'm really, <laughs> really excited to be. Uh, at least done with this draft. I always, you know, I mean, I feel I feel pretty finished with it, so I'm grateful for that. And I think that uh, I brought all the materials I needed, fortunately, because I'm a writer. So Easy. as long as I've got a notebook, <laughs> paper, laptop, I'm pretty good. I also, I was on the fence about bringing my condenser mic and headphones. I wasn't sure I would need them. Yeah. And I did bring them. Mm-hmm. And I did need them. And more than that, another writer needed them to narrate his writing. And so I was able to share that. And so that was really, yeah, I was very, very glad to bring it. And it's not, doesn't take up a ton of space. So um, I'm glad to have brought it. I think that it is currently snowing here and I want about eight more layers of clothes on, but fortunately I'm wearing about four layers Mm -hmm. and I have more clothes that I can put on. So I'm grateful for that. I think I packed about right. I think there are some things that I am going to shift going home, which is just a general softness and a so a slower approach yeah. uh, there are certain things that I don't ever do at home that I've been doing here for instance eating dessert oh my gosh oh outstanding I'm gonna be eating dessert <laughs> I'm gonna eat dessert when I go home not every day but like maybe once or twice a week I'm gonna get into some dessert uh, I've learned that dessert does not have to be cloyingly sweet at home they generally are so I skip them because I don't like them mm-hmm. but anyway so that's one of the things like just like life things that I want to bring home uh, and maybe not quite go so hard all the time. So that's something that I'm I'm very interested in bringing in the, the softness and also really thinking about just slowing down enough to notice how breathtakingly beautiful everything is. The, the view here, the landscape is yeah. so just, I, I look at it and go, oh, come on, out loud like twice a day, right, <laughs> at how beautiful this is. Mm-hmm. And I wonder sometimes when I'm in very, very beautiful spaces, like do the people who live here get used to it? Do they get burned out on it? Do they just look out and they're just like, oh, well, that's what it looks like in the world. Um, and I think in some places that does happen. And here that hasn't happened for me. Um, it changes every day. I think also because of the time of the year that we're here, mm-hmm. uh, the landscape is changing dramatically and the more and the more leaves are falling and changing. So the landscape changes literally every day. The sky changes every day. And so it's really just breathtakingly, phenomenally beautiful. And that reminds me to slow down and pay attention to those little changes Mm -hmm. and pay attention to what's beautiful. Mm -hmm. I also live in a pretty beautiful place. I live in Colorado, which is like not bad, (laughs) you know? 
Um, and it makes me think about like taking more photographs and really observing the environment around me and paying attention to that because it actually is quite beautiful also. Um, and I think I'll be in a space of like deeper appreciation for that just by moving more slowly and intentionally. So those are some of the practices that I plan to take home with me. Those are good. Yeah. I was thinking about, can I look at Seattle the way I look at this place? Mm. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, one thing you have so much of in Seattle is water. Mm-hmm. Really, really beautiful water. And an ever-shifting sky, you know? And, like, there's so much here that, like, this has been cloudy and rainy the whole time, but the sky never really looks the same twice. Mm-hmm. And I think Seattle offers that too, like just like kind of a shifting when you start really, really looking at um, the different shades of gray and white in the sky uh, and little hints of purple. And there's a lot happening, you know, when you get into those subtleties. So that's what I'm going to do. Is I'm going to get into some of the subtleties. Very nice. You know, taking the same photo every day out the window and seeing like how different it looks though from mm-hmm. one day to the next. Because mm-hmm. uh, I've done that here, taking the same stuff, photo out of my window many, not every day, but almost every day. And it's a different picture every time. Mm -hmm. I'm very into it. And I'm going to pay attention to the beauty around me. Advice I would give a writer coming here for a one-month residency. It's hard to know, I think, because so so many of us have come from different backgrounds and different projects and different relationships and spaces in our projects. Mm -hmm. I came with a nearly finished project and just needed the space to immerse so I could really finish it. So that worked really well for me. Some people came in with ideas, curiosities, possibilities, and allowed themselves to be inspired by the people Mm -hmm. and the place here and create entirely new things. I did do a little bit of both, but I think that one of the biggest things that has been helpful for all of us here is connecting with each other and taking some time and space to get to know your fellow artists and your fellow writers, hang out with them. We held writers groups that were totally independent, and they were phenomenal. And we got to know who we are as writers. We got to encourage each other, give each other feedback. Um, And I think all of that changed the way that we were approaching our writing. So uh, you're here with other phenomenal people. Make some friends. Hi, I'm Penny Dell. I'm a mixed media artist. I mostly love prints, and I depart from that. Lately, I've fallen in love with the inside patterns of security envelopes, and I sometimes upholster my prints. I sometimes just go straight to putting them together without a a print uh, basis. And now I've tried doing everything with them. I've made paper, which encases them, and I've dip them in encaustic, and I sew them, you know. And there's like this one book that I really think about often. It's called uh, Sketchbook with Voices, and there's one page that says, what else can you do to it? What else can you do to it? So I keep going. So that's a bit about what I'm doing. You know, I actually exceeded my expectations, and part of it was that you know, the staff here was so amazingly supportive. Um, Laureen especially, you know, saw what I was doing, and, and I said, you know, do you have any French security envelopes? Because they are kind of marked by the locus of where they originate. Mm-hmm. And she said, yes, no problem. And she brought me scads. And part of it is that she has um, a friend in the mayor's office in a nearby town and there are just an incredible, I wouldn't have even dreamed the quantity that I got. You know, it's like, so it, there are 
lots of patterns galore and I've had so much fun like you know deconstructing the envelopes and you know putting them together and it made me think I'm going to expand you know from just American envelopes and I already had a couple of Irish ones it's Mm -hmm. like well here um, Maya already asked um, you know her mom who's in Bulgaria to save some for me so it's like (laughs) I love the idea that I'm going global with it so in addition to that, you know, I got three meters of canvas from Beulah that first day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I was hell-bent on I was going to use it all. So now I have four nice paintings, too. So I love it. You know, I'll show you when I get, you know, we get upstairs later. So, you know, exceeded expectations. Oh, that's good. Yeah. What's something that you brought with you or something that you wish you brought with you that would have made your residency better? I have been in two residencies where they there was a press, like a printing press. Yeah. And there wasn't that here, but there was um, a press for, you know, making, squashing books and making sure that, you know, that wet items could dry straight without warping. So that there was that. So that first shopping trip, because there is no press, uh-huh. I got a, a rolling pin and I got <laughs> for making <laughs> <laughs> for making the prints, and I got wooden spoons for pressing them. And I had brought paper, but it wasn't the right paper. So when we went to try, mm-hmm. I I got um, I got some printmaking paper. Sadly, they did not pack it in the big painting roll that we got. So, so you no. know, I ended up with a, just the cruddy paper. Mm-hmm that I brought, which, you know, some of it is watercolor. You felt it yields a little bit, but it's it's got a pebbly surface. So in the best of all possible wor- worlds, I would have brought Arsha's cover and I would have brought tools because you can't bring tools these days with TSA, yes. and I've lost tools in the past, so I didn't bring any. But when we went to the first shopping store, they didn't have anything mm-hmm. to gouge things so I was really inventive and I used like a little exacto knife and um, and a dental tool <laughs> to make a couple of the prints <laughs> so the thing is like I, I guess you know the it, in the best of all possible worlds there would have been you know a press and tools and and the good printing paper but I made do and I'm proud of my resilience <laughs> right. ingenuity <laughs> yes. What are you going to change in your life after coming to this residency? I hope I can maintain it because mm-hmm. I think one of the things that, you know, really made it possible is the incredible pampering by the staff. Yeah. No cooking, no cleaning. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> right. uh, so I have to like somehow rest time of you know, away from that. But I do have a studio and I, you know, and now especially that I appreciate the press, I'm going to spend more time with the press. (laughs) That's fabulous. What's some advice you would have for someone, for an artist planning on coming here? Oh my gosh, you lucky duck. (laughs) (laughs) This is like such an amazing experience. You know, of all of my, um, you know, sort of residencies, it's the most opulent. It is just set in the most paradisial grounds with a picturesque village and forest and field. 
And just looking out the window is inspiring. And, um, you know, the, the release time just makes it possible to be your best artist self here. You know, in my opinion, you you have no excuses <laughs> <laughs> not to come up with your bestest work ever. Mm-hmm. So, if someone wanted to come here but they weren't sure if they should apply, what would you recommend? Apply. Just do it. <laughs> yes, you know, because you know the the thing is, you know, it's it's sort of like a gamble, you know, and um, I think it was Pascal's gamble. He gambled that there was a God, and you know. <laughs> <laughs> right, you know, and it actually was good that he he didn't know whether there was a God or not. And you, you you don't know if you're going to get the residency, but among other things, it gets you into you know sort of all the paperwork that you need for other residencies. So you win whether you win this residency or not. And I really believe in perseverance. If at first you don't succeed, try again, yes. because it is really worth trying again. <laughs> Thank you. Yay. (laughs) My name is Jennifer Arst, and I'm an abstract artist, and I teach artists how to make their own websites. All right. What I expected to accomplish at the residency was a huge amount of work. Yeah. I came with one idea that was a new idea that I came up with, you know, maybe four weeks before getting here. Mm -hmm. So I thought I was just going to execute that and that alone. Mm -hmm. And then once I got here, so we had four weeks, and we had a midway checkpoint. But by the midway, I was getting excited about taking what I thought I was going to do and expanding on it. So what I ended up doing was huge amounts of experimentation and gathering feedback from everybody during our midway checkpoint because there were so many generous, creative, insightful comments to what people saw that I really wanted to think about it. So I kind of approached it like a mad scientist and tried so much. So it was good. good. It was good. The suitcase I brought was mostly packed with art supplies. Mm -hmm. And so I basically shoved clothes in last and in between, like paintbrushes. So (laughs) yeah, yeah. So I really only brought painting clothes. And we had so many opportunities here to either get dressed up in a like more formal setting or in a more playful setting. And I had nothing that didn't have paint on it. So I thought that would have been fun to kind of lean into being at a beautiful chateau and playing the part at dinner a little bit more. Dressing up, bringing nicer clothes. Yeah. yeah. It's not that anybody really cared, but it felt... It felt like it would have been a nice transition from the studio to the time in the salon when we all, or the dinner table when we all were together. Absolutely. What am I going to change? I'm going to start to paint bigger mm-hmm. and experiment with how to take a simple mark and expand it really big. But I don't mean like make one mark big, but take the idea and the feeling and the energy of it and put it in something that doesn't have to be a one shot, one and done move. Yeah. So I have more time to like have a conversation with the painting and have the work um, evolve. And maybe the next day I could come back to it because right now I've been painting small-ish, but it once you've done a little bit of work, there's so much empty space left to really highlight the bold moves that you're done. And when I'm going big, I want to figure out what what that means. Like, I need to mesh these two a little bit, and um, I'm really looking forward to that. It's going to be fun. 
I am so excited. I am so excited. I'm so delighted to have had space to get messy and big and mad scientist up my studio. It was like a lab instead of a studio for a little bit. It was so fun. I, if I were to give somebody some advice about coming here, I would say check the weather. Mm-hmm. If it says it's going to rain, it will. Bring waterproof shoes. Mm-hmm. Have as many of your supplies with you when you arrive because there, there were shops, but it was some things were slightly challenging to get. So ship things ahead of time. They make it so easy. And I, I took some advantage, but not full advantage of that. And then this was actually given to me from a blogger that I found online who had actually come here. I wrote her and said, I just got it. I'm so excited. Thank you for sharing your blog. Do you have any other advice for somebody going? Because her post was really general about her experience as opposed to being informative to somebody going. And she said, assume you will make less work, but have more wonderful art conversations. Mm. So make space for that. So she said, make, like, make sure you go talk to other people and get into their studios and ask questions. And I think that for me, at least, that really helped my artwork, even though it felt like you weren't working, you were just sitting at the table talking after dinner. But it just like generated so many ideas that I don't have at my studio because I typically work alone. So I'd say lean into your community when you're here. Hello, my name is Stacy Cantro. I am a sculptor who uses crochet as her medium. I am also musically inclined, so I play flute. I play the hand pan, which is a lot of fun. I did actually accomplish what I came here to do. So the idea, the, the, I made this panel. Um, it's a three-dimensional crocheted wall panel. And I've had this idea in my head forever. And I've been wanting to make it. So I've had many years to like hash it out in my brain, like how I was going to do it. And of course, it like modified, which is good. It's not like I had an exact plan and it played out. It didn't, which I'm really happy about. There was like some nice surprises, nice failures. But yeah, I, I achieved my goal and I was really surprised by that. <laughs> so for all those listening out there, <laughs> bring rain boots. <laughs> uh, I have a feeling this place tends to be rainy no matter what month it is. Uh, definitely in the fall and the spring. Yeah, Yeah. so um, I did not bring the best assortment of shoes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was like really the main thing. Um, Everything else that I brought, I felt really comfortable and happy with. What is something that I brought that was good? Layers. Mm -hmm. So like I have these long sweater coats. So even if it, well, maybe not summer, um, but like, you know, spring, fall, winter, they're always good to like layer even over like tank tops or something. What are you going to change in your life after coming here? Holy cow. Literally my entire life. Really? Like, so when I came here, I didn't really know what to expect. I had done a residency before, but it was purely fiber. So it was more craft driven. And I was kind of like the odd man out. And everywhere I've been, I'm always kind of like the odd man out. Not in a negative way, but so um, here... I found my people and I realized like I am not a crafter I am an artist Mm -hmm. so when I get home and I've already been talking to everybody at home I'm literally going to do this full-time like if I am gonna do this 
I need to do this, right? That's exciting. So I've gotten a lot of advice from like you um, and other people here about how to do it and what I need to do. And I guess before I came here, I didn't know if I was worthy, right? Like, is my work good enough? Am I talented enough? And I started to learn that that's not the question I should be asking. The question, and I understand everybody wants to know that, but one thing I realized is that no matter what you make, there's somebody out there that's going to love your work. That's true. And you're going to find a following. And so it's up to me or us in the future, whoever comes, is to do what you need to do to go to that next level. And I've gotten the skills here to do, to go, to do that. And I will have months of processing <laughs> and months of crying. But, um, but yeah, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it all. I've already started a little bit, you know, whether it was like cleaning up my Instagram account, which was really sad and sorry, <laughs> um, or uh, communicating with people back home about setting boundaries for this and that, because I'm a very motherly person. I'm in charge. I take care of everyone. And I'm the problem solver. You know, I fix everything. And, and it's like, guess what, everybody? <laughs> You can handle it on your own. Stacy's going to go to her studio, and she's going to work. So seriously, like, I, I mean, this has been a game changer for me. This is what I've been wanting to do, and I guess I did need some validation, but not necessarily in the way as like, oh, is my work good enough? But like, I didn't know what to do mm-hmm. to that next step. Mm-hmm. And you can read about it until you're blue in the face, but when you come to a place like this and you meet other people like you and some of the others who are actually doing it and see firsthand people doing it, you're like, okay, I can, I can do this. So that was a huge eye-opener. And I think no matter whoever comes here on what month, they're going to encounter those people or they're going to be those people. And if you encounter those people, they will change your life. If you are one of those people, you please share because it means the world to everybody like people like me. What's some advice you would have for someone planning on coming here? Come here. I don't care (laughs) if you've listened to Stevie's um, podcast about what she did to get here. Do it and do it times 10. Uh, Maybe not borrow from a bank, but (laughs) borrow from your family. Beg and plead. Um, Come here. Yes. (laughs) If you're serious about what you want to do, you're serious about finding yourself, you're serious about being an artist, get your ass here. Um, I, this is my second residency, and like I can't even compare the two. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a fiber artist, per se, yeah. um, so I thought fiber places were where I belonged. I don't belong there. I mean, I get along, you know, fine, whatever. I'm a sculptor who uses fiber. I am not really a fiber artist, mm-hmm. and I found my home here. So even if you think you don't belong, it doesn't matter. You will find your people. You will figure out what where your place is. And <clears throat> this place is magical. It's really unusual in a very, very good way. So I have absolute joy while I'm here. And... I don't know. It's really hard to put into words. So hopefully you'll just hear like the pure joy in my voice when I tell you. <laughs> I think you put it into words well. <laughs> Get your ass over here. <laughs>
Hi, I'm Jenna Edwards. Um, I came here to write, but I'm also a filmmaker and a musician, and I ended up working on all of that here, which actually leads into your first question. So I had an aim to accomplish, I think, too much. I was coming here to finish up a short film screenplay, write a feature screenplay, and then write a whole novel, which is insane. And I realized that when I got here. Um, so I ended up I ended up revising the short film. I wrote the feature and I got like two chapters in on the novel. Nice. Yeah, yeah, which feels like that was enough because everybody here reminded me like you need to also relax and experience it. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I had to take into account. This is probably a bit specific, but I... Specific. Yes, okay. At the last second, I decided to not bring my audio recorder, and then I got here and I ended up ordering one because I was like, I don't want to work. I um, I'm a sound mixer by day, and I was like, I don't want to have to do anything with that while I'm out here. And then I really liked all the soundscapes, and I was like, okay, I need a better microphone than the one in my phone. So I ended up purchasing one, and it works for me because I have a bunch of mics anyway. But I wish I would have brought that. And not said, I don't think I'll need it. (laughs) Like, if you think that you'll use anything artistic, you should brain it. Mm -hmm. Is how I feel about that in hindsight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm going to set so many more boundaries. Um, Like, I came here kind of a workaholic. And I was coming off of a stint of just not having a life for a couple years. And then everybody here reminded me, you know, you're, you're allowed to put aside time in your life for your own art and your own dreams. And that means you got to say no to people, but that fills your soul more. Mm -hmm. So when I go home, I'm planning to say no to a lot of people. Yeah. Which I think (laughs) will feel absolutely amazing. Yeah. 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 I'm really excited about it. (laughs) Even though it's hard for me, but like you need to do it. I would say on top of my first point, just any, anything that you think you're going to want to do brain this stuff for it like I don't even I don't even draw and I ended up drawing here Mm. you know so I think if there's any advice is probably just be be open to everything like I went to the um figure drawing and I'm not I don't do any of that but I went and it was one of the coolest experiences of my life so like just yeah the advice is probably just say yes to things that you don't think you'd be good at because it just it opens your brain up, too. As a writer, was there any hesitance to apply to a place like this? 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, I was expecting more artists, and that's what ended up happening. But I weirdly think I preferred it this way because all of you gave me a completely new way to view my work that I had never mm-hmm. considered mm-hmm. in the slightest. And I think that that really helped my process in a way that just a group of writers would not have. Very different. Yeah, 100%. Hi, I'm Maya. I'm Bulgarian and I am, above all, I believe a writer, but I am also a dancer and uh, I really love all kinds of art, performing arts and crafts. And um, I came here as a writer though, so I'm a part of the writer circle and I am glad to meet all these wonderful people who write just like me. I think when I came here, I wasn't sure I know what to expect, but my idea was to make the first step towards 
rediscovering me myself as a creator. Mm-hmm. I think it took me a long time to forget that I'm, <laughs> that I am an artist mm-hmm. and I wanted to uh, become that person I know I have always been, but I strayed away from my initial desire to create art at all times. Um, And I started by unleashing my creative power and writing whatever comes to mind, both in English and Bulgarian. I created some poems that I did not expect I would, uh, and a lot of the things that I did was to put an order and organize the stuff that I have been written writing over the last many years and uh, I write all the time sometimes long poems sometimes tiny verses sometimes prose but um, I never really got the chance to see it and carefully um, go through the stuff I've created and and really do something with it so my intention here was to create Uh, be inspired by the people I meet and uh, collaborate with them, get inspired and um, and also uh, make sense of everything that I have created so far. Do you feel like that happened? I think it did uh, happen. The first step uh, is taken. Mm-hmm. So I think when I go home, I will know what to continue, what to continue doing, how to continue doing it. Yes. It was not really possible to do that <laughs> where I come from. <laughs> I brought with me everything I needed, even maybe more. Mm. Um, I might not look like it, but I am a bit of a minimalist. <laughs> so I think uh, you can unlock a lot of creative potential if you don't really bring a lot of luggage with you, mm-hmm. like baggage. Mm-hmm. And when I leave a lot of things that I might miss, but I know I'm going to back, I'm going to go back to these things. So now how about if I bring very few things with me in terms of ideas or items and then see what I can do with it? And it, there will be more space to feel with new things coming and that's why I came to find new things mm-hmm. and new inspirations that's good um, I think and I hope the residency will change my life really for for the better because now I do have a point of reference I know it's possible I know it's possible to be myself without being um all the time conscious about my performance or how sincere I am in my reactions and how I talk to people or do I look crazy or not or too emotional or too uh, whatever, Mm -hmm. you name it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think I'm surrounded by people who uh, are more or less going through, they, they do go through the same things that I do, everybody in their own way. And it's a gift and a blessing. It's real treasure to see how other people um, cope with life, with all the challenges and with all the love for art we have. And we don't really know what to do with so much love for <laughs> art. So I think knowing that, knowing it's possible to be in a place like that, surrounded by art, love and, and uh, vulnerability. I think knowing that people 
if people are granted the space and the time to go inward and find their vulnerable spots, it will come out really well at the end for everybody. True. <laughs> I think for people who are planning to come here, bring more joy than expectations. Bring more dreams and be brave, be daring to dream. Do not put any limitations in your mind, any ideas of, of boundaries and limits because you're, it's, a, it's a safe place. You don't really have to. You won't be judged unless you judge yourselves. So less expectations and more, more empty space to discover, invent, and uh, just to to be a version of yourselves you've always wanted to be, but maybe you never had the chance. Okay, my name is Steven Brunelli. I'm from Rhode Island, the United States, and I'm a painter. And I came here. I plan to do four big pieces because I knew I was here for a month, mm-hmm. a piece a week, and I don't paint big at home. And I accomplished that. I did four big pieces ready to show tomorrow in the open studios. Something I wish I had brought. I mean, I know there is something. I just have to really... Because <laughs> you, you take things for granted, you know? Did you bring everything you needed? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I did not need one thing except for, uh, like, uh, hair clippers because the ones I brought didn't work, even with the adapter. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so I ordered them on Amazon France. Easy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I wish I had a better answer. But I really, I didn't need one supply. I came into this, I think, with an open mind. I had no idea. I don't know if this is one of the questions, but I expected it to be more global. I didn't expect everyone to speak English. I didn't think it was all going to be uh, Americans, Canadians, and Australians. I think Which is fine. It was but the luck of the draw. Because I know it's a, definitely an international like applicant. Yeah. But just this one happened to be. I stopped studying French as soon as I got here. Because <laughs> everyone spoke English. And, you know, so even though I had people, the kitchen staff to speak to, you just revert to your greetings. Mm-hmm. But I, I know I'll pick it back up when I go home. Mm, what am I going to change? Well, I'm telling myself I'm going to change a lot. Yeah. But who knows when I actually get back. What do you the, do? Well, the routine of jumping in the water every morning was compl- something totally alien to me. <laughs> jumping in cold water, first of all, but just, well, doing, having the ritual with people is, was very unique because, I, you know, I can force myself to go for a walk early in the morning if it's cold, but I'll always be alone. So, this whole thing is very alien to me. Like, these scheduled communal dinners, it's, it's been great. It's, uh, it's going to be tough to go back. If someone was coming here, I'd be so excited for them. Yeah. I would say that was the best, best month of my life, and you should definitely go. But advice? I think it's better to not have any advice. Just... You know, it would have been all right without bringing supplies. There's so many things down there Yeah. So, for acrylics. I don't mm-hmm. know about oils. But I'm glad I brought my stuff. Um, uh, that's just a side note. 
But yeah, I, I don't know. Perfect. That, that's yeah. Those are things that have been going through my head even before this interview. So. Hi, I'm Karima Camel. I am a painter. I work in egg tempera, which is uh, traditional painting with egg yolk and natural pigments. I uh, came with the idea of working on a Joan of Arc triptych. Uh, she was born about 30 minutes from here, which I found out after uh, starting to plan my trip, but I had already been planning a triptych about her, so it was just Providence that brought the timing That's together. Cool. Yeah. And so the day bef- the day I arrived here, I actually s- visited her birthplace and visited her home. Um, and so I stepped onto this ground quite inspired and ready to work. Then the paintings developed um, just with that inspiration. What I would have brought that would make my life easier was, uh, I was actually incredibly well prepared for this trip. Um, You brought lots of eggs with you. I did, I brought eggs. I didn't need to bring eggs, (laughs) there are plenty of eggs. Um, I think I would have brought less of a plan, Mm. to be honest. I mean, I knew I wanted to work on the triptych um, and I've only kind of not quite finished two of the um, of the three uh, because I was derailed by an unexpected project that Beulah brought up. So uh, six feet of canvas. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, I think that if I had come, I knew that I would probably be distracted, um, but I even could have come with less of a goal. Yeah. What am I going to change in my life? So I do feel that, I mean, I'm completely changed from having been here. I've never, I don't wake up usually. I'm quite uh, a late owl, and I've done the cold plunge at 8 a.m. every morning. My gosh. Haven't missed one. Y'all, that's November. It <laughs> snowed today, so <laughs> we're happy. Wild. Um, so I would, I'd like to kind of carry, for, and I go, put myself to bed very early and wake up very early and I uh, I would like to carry some of those habits but I don't know how they translate you know and I've been so busy I've been actually asking all of the other residents like what they're going to pack home from here in terms of you know mental preparedness and goals and ideas I do know that I'm going to need to pack a parachute home so that I don't you know, crash from the uh, post-project depression situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, advice for someone planning on coming. Trust your personal resilience. You know, I do see a lot of fear. I mean, fear is just such a natural part of the artistic yeah. journey. And I would say that, I, you know, we do tend to use it also as a motivation that coming here maybe don't pack the fear and instead pack resilience as a motivator, you know, and perseverance. And yeah, I just have been seeing um, even fear of it ending. And I think that just, you know, savoring it is the, anyway, the best thing you could do is just the promise just to savor every second. So that's it.
Hi, I'm Eve Victoria Eggleston. I'm a visual, mostly two-dimensional artist and model. I came here expecting to make as many collaborations with as many artists as I could. So I had this lofty goal of making a piece every other day, but um, I did some one-on-one prep work with an artist named Sean Friend, or Craw, with a couple extra W's on Instagram. And he runs a sketching growth workshop in the Rome Art Residencies. So that was part of why I wanted to connect with him. And the main thing, after four hours, four separate workshops, uh, that he told me was the true gold to any residency is really the connections that you make, the other artists. And as artists, you know, it's like herding cats. We don't necessarily want to collaborate all the time, even if some internal voice tells us that we do, but that to try to push every day to struggle slightly against that introversion because those connections that we make grow our art as a collective. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just like we had the literature salon where we're trying to offer ourselves and combine our works. So my real goal was to find that gold. And uh, I think so. (laughs) (laughs) I'm being interviewed by a piece of gold right now. Um, And I just did this photo shoot. I think that I managed to achieve what I accomplished. I ended up actually creating almost a piece every other day. I didn't sleep a lot, but um, they're smaller than a lot of others. (laughs) Less than 12 by 12. Um, I do wish, though, that I hadn't, as the residency went on, forgotten that lesson and given in more to the desire to self-isolate and work, which I think allowed me to walk away with more projects, but at the end, the past couple days made me feel more isolated. Even though I knew it was self-generated, I just got that urgent sense of urgency, the pressure of time. Um, And so one lesson I would say is that even though that itch keeps scratching at you, try to turn it off at least for an hour or two don't just run to dinner and run away (laughs) I think one thing I would love to change in my life coming from this residency is that many times I put even though art is the first and most important thing to my soul I'm always giving myself a reason to put it last because I haven't figured out how to monetize it yet But ultimately, then I just waste a lot of time wishing I had made more art. Mm -hmm. So even if it's just a small check-in, like the journaling that we've been doing every day, that turns into a sketchbook image, that turns into something later, forcing myself in the same way of challenging at least an hour to go out, challenging at least 10 minutes to draw once I get back. And that will, I think, naturally grow into more projects. So any advice I'd really say to coming to the Chateau d'Orqueville or any residency is to offer yourself space for connection, space for any self-analyzation that might happen along the way, 
space to do art in a different way than you have before. Mm -hmm. I'm mostly visual, but I found journaling really helped collect my thoughts. Um, and a joy at the fact that there's probably no other way you would have rather spent the time. Hi, I'm Caroline Jacobson. I'm a sculptor who works in a lot of medium, primarily bronze is my favorite one. I make a lot, do I describe my work? Am I ruining this interview by asking you questions? Okay. Um, I make bone-like things that are like architectural. I call them relics and they're like fantasy futuristic, but not, yeah, objects. I, when I came to the residency, I did not know what to expect um, to accomplish because I had made work in some time and I thought I was going to create like a whole arm and I had this like bone that I brought, like a real bone, and I thought it was like a shoulder, like a forearm or not forearm, what is this bone called? The first bone of your arm, the, the freaking, the bicep bone. And then I looked it up and it ended up being like some big bird thigh leg. So um, I, and I realized like, I don't actually want to learn about the anatomy, the specific anatomy of each arm bone. Cause I started it and I was like, this is not fun. So I just created like logs. And um, when I made the first one, I had had like an ADHD moment where it was like, I have to make this big monument head, which was like a different series. And then I was working on the bone and was like, no, I think, my vision right now is to have like three of this, of this like form, and obviously they like, look different from each other, but yeah. like that repetition of the three, and yeah, so that is what I actually ended up creating. <laughs> what is something wish you brought that would have made your time at the residency better? Actually, kind of like cute clothes would have been nice because I just wore studio clothes all the time, and um, yeah, that would have been nice, and maybe like a few more pairs of wool socks. What else? I think that's kind of it. Yeah, I feel like I ended up being able to compile like everything that I needed. Um, and the things that I didn't have or ordered that didn't make it here was kind of, did, I didn't end up needing them. What are you going to change in your life after coming to this residency? I think I'm going to like trust people more because I feel like I had like lost my ability to like trust people and I became really withdrawn. I became such a loner and um, this like, community has really opened me up and built we've just built each other up it's made me realize that like community is so important and that um if you look there's really beautiful people out there is there anything else no I feel like that's probably the most important one because I've I, I'm really good about making the work even though I just said I hadn't made work in a while but it was a hand injury not my fault <laughs> um what's some advice you would have for someone planning on coming to the Chateau or Caveau okay Ask them before you come, tell them before you come what you need because I did that and thank God because I use power tools and I, I felt like if, if they put me in a, in a studio, I didn't know what the studios were going to look like, but I was like, if they put me in the same room as a painter, like I'm just, I'm going to feel uncomfortable because I feel like the noise that I make is going to be bothering them. Yeah. Um, and so they ended up putting me in the stables and because I told them the kind of work that I do, they gave me a table with a vice. Yeah. Because there's one other sculptor here, but she does, like, soft sculpture. So she didn't need the vice. But, um, so, like, tell them specifically what you need. Bring, if you're, if you grind, bring your own bits. Uh, because I, I didn't have to order them, but I cannot imagine having to order them here. 
bring sandpaper bring like the stupidest shit that you think you won't need because the stupidest stupidest things excuse me um that you think you won't need like because oh that'll be there because it won't um unless you specifically ask but there's so many different art there's so many artists here that it's hard for every you know anyway so like I got here and I was like dang I really wish I had one of my wire brushes Mm -hmm. And I didn't, and it was I, I. It took like two weeks for me me to be able to go to the hardware store, um, ask them if you can when they do the trip to like the art store and the in the um, when we went to that the, yeah the grocery store. There's this store called Leclerc across the road. Go there, you will find things. You will find things. I found so many cool things. Um, it's literally like problematic Home Depot it's like any hardware store it's it's huge it's like enormous um and yeah so the simple things you will probably need and anything that you yeah all your specialized tools just bring them with you and noise canceling headphones is a big one yeah so yeah and yeah your clays whatever you need definitely call and call in advance on whatsapp and see what they have and it'll be helpful Silver Storm. I'm an interdisciplinary artist. I make, at the moment, mostly paintings, um, but I also am a tattoo artist and I make video work and I'm a performer and I pretty much dip my toe into anything. (laughs) What I expected to accomplish at this residency, I think I really tried to come with as few expectations of my productivity as possible from the people that I spoke to, um, friends that have gone on residencies before. They were like, you'll arrive and something completely other might come (laughs) at you and you need to respond to that. Um, And I arrived and I, I expected to sort of respond to the environment but instead sort of went quite internally, um, which... I think is the way that my painting practice flows and it is it was interesting being here because my work is so steeped in the community that I have and the people that I hold close and my relationship to care and um, considering those things and so it was nice to have space but also made me realize how much that is a necessary part of my practice and the space yeah. in between that is really yeah, is is also being able to step out and connect with the people who know my work and discuss it and then come back in and have that space. <laughs> yeah. What did I wish I brought? I feel like I packed quite well. Nice. You asked me this question, I was like running shoes and then Viola gave me some. And so <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty well sorted. Maybe some painting clothes because all my, all my nice clothes are covered in paint now. <laughs> What am I going to change in my life after coming to this residency? I don't know. My my practice at this stage is constantly evolving. And so I feel like it's constantly learning. Like this wasn't a spectacularly... I didn't sort of come and, and learn something spectacularly different to what I normally do because it is in a constant space of evolving and learning and... I think the only thing was going, uh, I need space. Space is really good and trying to work out how to find that more physically than emotional space. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, room. Um, And the advice I'd have for someone coming to Chateau, having as few preconceptions about what the experience is going to be like because 
you can imagine and it's always going to be different in the people that you encounter and the way that you are in space and the things that will come up and that are complicated um it's like especially I think coming for a month it is a journey and you have to like ride the highs and then you'll hit the lows as well and and um it can be complex to settle outside of your normal relational space but it's possible and you can do it and there's like a lot of beauty to absorb here. (laughs) Hello everyone Um, my name is Hannah Roberts and I am a 19 year old artist from Australia and I do miniatures in gouache and watercolour. I think for me personally I didn't have anything in particular that I expected to accomplish or any like sort of grand plan. I kind of went into this going with no specific project in mind or anything um, like I wanted to work big or I wanted to work small or any specific subject in mind. Um, For me, I just hoped, so I suppose that's my expect, I hope to find like-minded people and just be really inspired and encouraged to pursue a creative career. I think it's very easy um, in this day and age to kind of get pushed away from that and I feel like my year this year has been really reaffirming that this is the right career path and this is the right way this is what is going to make me happy and there are other people out there doing it and who are all wonderful and passionate about what they're doing so I think that was what I hoped for to just meet like-minded people um, who are all really passionate about what they're doing. Okay so I've been thinking about this one what have I wished to have brought? The first thing that popped to mind was tea. I'm loving, I'm enjoying the tea here. However, I have a specific chai blend that I drink at home or even like an Assam bowl to kind of blend because my parents, like my family drink that. So I feel like I brought a few packets, but I really should have brought more just so I had that little piece of home with me Same. the whole time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I regret. <laughs> the other thing was um, I regret not bringing Vegemite. Surprisingly, a lot of people have asked, where is the Vegemite? Um so I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't bring Vegemite, but I brought Tim Dams. <laughs> really good. Yeah. And Vegemite isn't, so I'm glad. <laughs> it's good, but an acquired taste, let's just say that. I think for me going forward, what I'm going to change or implement into my practice is here I've been kind of forced to just lock myself up in my studio and just create. I think the first kind of two weeks was really overwhelming just with so much inspiration and so many ideas and walking past and seeing kind of everyone with everything together and these big plans and you know they had it all worked out um so I think it's been a real lesson for me to just trust my gut kind of see what comes let it flow and just start painting it was okay we're gonna do one today what is it gonna be like I'm gonna go for a walk this is what it's gonna be and just kind of re-trusting, retraining, dabbling, playing. I think that's been the biggest thing that I'm going to take forward. There's this French um, philosophy theatre term called le jeu, which I learned a lot about last year, and it just means to play. It's the pleasure of simply playing and experimenting, having that childlike sense of wonder, and I think this is something that has really been um, encouraged and also like seized upon here so I think that's something I'm going to take forward to just create and not let anything stop me (laughs) (laughs) hmm some advice 
I think for me, this whole journey has been just one big serendipitous, happy accident upon accident. So my advice would just be to seize every opportunity um, to pop into people's studios, Mm -hmm. be that annoying person (laughs) and just really enjoy like surrounding yourself with other people. Because when I'm thinking back about this residency and what I'm going to remember, it's the people and just... Those little conversations in the stairwells or impromptu studio studio visits or, you know, conversations over dinner, I that's what I'm going to remember. That's what I'm going to treasure, those little sparks of joy. And I think I would just encourage anyone to, even if you don't feel like it, feeling a bit antisocial, <laughs> feeling a bit tired after a long day, um, definitely just make the effort or make the time to talk to someone say hello to someone, learn from someone, because it's, yeah, all been really special. Hey, friends and foes. My name is Stephanie Scott, and I am an oil painter who works in abstraction. I expected to come here and make lots of connections. My my number one priority when I was decided to come to this residency was how can I meet and cement as many relationships as possible? I knew I wanted to paint. I knew I wanted to have good ideas, but that was my main priority, and I do think I accomplished that. I wanted to make connections with people who are within the United States the the most. And lucky for me, that was the majority of people here. (laughs) I also wanted to start new ideas with my paintings. And I have created a whole new motif in my work here. I have created new colors. I have new (laughs) uh, setups and just a simpler way of making than I had before in my home studio. And that felt really good. For things to bring to the residency, I had brought my own Earl Grey, and I am so glad I did. I think that was the number one thing that I would have missed if I hadn't brought it. I just threw a bag of loose leaf in my suitcase, and I brought it here, and now I am fully caffeinated every morning because I don't drink coffee. The tea selection here is like mostly herbal, and it's okay, but it's not super. Also, I really wish I had brought house slippers or like some sort of shoe that had a grippy bottom that was comfortable, but not like my sneakers, my trainers. And I, yeah, I really am sad I didn't bring any of those because I I hate wearing shoes all day long, but in a house as big as this, you kind of gotta. Going home, I'm expecting to simplify my studio space. I have a wonderful studio at home. It's quite big, which means it holds lots of things. I don't use the majority of the materials that I have stored in my studio. And I'm thinking, you know, instead of letting my studio become a landfill of art supplies, why not clean it out? So... I'm looking forward to that. I'm also looking forward to chasing bigger opportunities with my podcast and with my websites and just with all of my work in general. I think sometimes I figure something out and I stick with it for too long. So I want to kind of explore more things. (laughs) Advice for someone planning on coming to the Chateau is just apply. You know, you might doubt yourself and think about what kind of art you make. And you're like, maybe I'm not up to the skill level of everyone else who is applying. And what if I don't get in? I think the sheer diversity of creatives here, there are people here who have taken a year off of creating and reconnected with their creative spirit here. There are people who are like me and they run their own art business. Just apply. If if coming here calls to you, if you've seen the the pictures of everything and you're just like, that looks so fun and I would love to have a space of a month or two weeks to come and have no responsibilities except to make art, you should come do that. 
you should apply. And I think it's free right now, so that's even cooler. <laughs> Overall, I would say if you come here, come here with an open mind, come here with some ideas, but not so many that it's concrete and overwhelming. When I was here, I made six paintings and wrote 40,000 words of a novel. And that was so much work. <laughs> and it was great. Thanks for listening to this episode of Brushwork. If you want to hear more about the Chateau d'Orcavo, I have an episode that is my audio diary for my entire time there. I have an episode coming up soon with Bula, who is the artistic director of the of the residency. And it's, you know, it's quite good. <laughs> and I'm excited for it. I would appreciate a, a follow or a thumbs up or a five-star rating, whatever the system is, wherever you're listening to this. I appreciate it. It helps me reach more artists. You can find the podcast at Brushwork Pod over on Instagram. I am at stephaniescott.art. If you're interested in looking up any of the artists that were featured on today's episode, my 2023 November cohort, they will be linked in the show notes. Make good choices, everyone. Have a great day. And until next time, bye.